1: Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, like pretty much every podcast we say this every time, is Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave?
0: I am sticking around like a bad smell, my friend. I am not going <laughs> well, anywhere. You, then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so last time we uh, spoke, we were in uh, Ballarat, in Bonignon. Now yes. we are in the comfort of uh, the SBS uh, studios. A lot has happened uh, since then. Uh, first of all, TDU, uh, we dreamt about a victory from Richie Porte, and he did it. He did. In style.
0: Yeah, well. he, he's delivered, hasn't he? Look, he's... No, he was brilliant. He won the stage um, atop a paracomb and he was basically streaks ahead. He was a class above, as he was uh, two years ago when he won the race.
1: He didn't win Wolonga Hill.
0: No, he didn't. He wasn't the king of Wollonga, yeah. but he was the king of two down under. Mm. That rhymes, doesn't it? That's yeah. good. Um, no, he was, yeah. And what was interesting about that final stage, 20 kilometers to go, 15 kilometers to go, at one stage, it looked like the American Joey Roscoff might have actually snuck under the radar, who was chasing the King of the Mountain points. He was in the breakaway. They had a two minute thirty lead. Roscoff started the day at fifty eight seconds off mm. the um ochre jersey. So in the end they they drilled it. Richie delivered you're right, he didn't win the stage, but he
1: won the tour, and... Can we just pedal back the day before? Yeah. Uh, just the day before where Himpi was in the lead, by just a few seconds, were you, because you were there on stage, and yeah. so on, were you already, because I was uh, already thinking in my head, going, Port second, Port is going to win this thing.
0: Yes, was. Uh, I was. The opportunity mean, is here. The yeah. gate is wide open. Yeah, I, I, I thought he had the best opportunity.
1: No, but knowing Wollonga Hill was there, knowing yeah. that he always felt good anyway. But
0: Impy in the past, there's only finished a few seconds behind Richie yeah. there on, at his best. So, and as we know, he's an absolute class act, Daryl Impey. So I thought there's no guarantees. Okay, ba- well, basically, Impey needed to beat Richie because on the countbacks with the bonus seconds, it was 10 6 six four. So even if Impey was on Richie's wheel as they crossed the line, for example, and Richie had won the stage, he would have won the tour. Yeah, because he would have jumped him on bonification seconds so it was a wasn't a foregone conclusion but everything still needed to go Richie's way and look the other the other side to it is a couple of people have said since oh yeah it's great Richie's going well oh it's so early on in the year though what about Tour de France let's remind ourselves the two years I think that his best opportunities at the tour he'd started the season really really well Mm -hmm. and he crashed at the tour so his form was great yeah so I think it's better to be starting on the front foot and being ahead of the curve, which he looks like he is. And I think the pleasing thing is, uh, is he 34 this year or 35? He, you know, he's not getting any younger, but he's still showing he's got, Signs of being at the top of his game and at the top of the World Tour pel- Peloton. But so,
1: also, I think you're making a good point, but uh, he's been calculating his form for the year for a few years, few seasons. Yeah. Didn't work well for him in the end. So maybe yeah. he just goes full gas this year and then we'll see.
0: Well, that, that's sort of the talk. And I, I chatted with him well, a few days here and there before stage starts. And even off microphone, I saw him really briefly. I never mentioned Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to jinx him. And stage I only, eight. Stage
1: eight. <laughs> Stay your oh, Shush.
0: Shush. First rest day. Oh. Yeah. So no, I think it's like, um, you know, in some ways maybe he is. He's approaching the year. Let's just go for it. The team, I think, probably will be the same. Let's just go for those sort of one-week stage races: Paris Nice or Toreno, whichever he chooses. Mm-hmm. Dauphiné, et etc. And. Not put a massive emphasis publicly or privately even on the Tour de France, but hopefully it all you know all things lead to good form in July.
1: if we revert back to some of the discussion we had late last year when we were saying, oh, he's going to feel the pressure because there's a world champion in his team, there's Nibali in his team, actually, can this actually reverse it back and relieve some of the pressure that he has as a as a leader of that team, but maybe that he can share some of the leads, some of the uh, some of the actual pressure on races. Can this be good for him?
0: Yes, I yes, I think so. And, and this the whole thing about Nibbly joining the team, oh, that means he won't have opportunities. Uh Nibley's locked in for the Giro yes. as far as I know. So Richie will totally get opportunities and incidentally, Mads Pedersen, the world champ, he was sensational. I was gonna ask
1: here because he, he was here. Yes. How did you yeah, so. he,
0: was, he was brilliant. As a teammate, you know, for a guy in the World Championship colours, the story was he said to Richie, uh, pre-World Championships, I want to come to two down under next year and, you know, support you. Then he wins the Worlds, and Richie thought, okay, he, he's got to leave past. He doesn't have to come out now. And he said, no, no, I'm still coming. I yeah. want to come. So he stood by his word, and he absolutely rode for not, He rode not like a world champion, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. He did and he didn't. You don't expect the world champ to be on the front of the peloton, just drilling it every single day. So he he is already showing his class. Um, Pedersen, we know we know he's got class, but um, as a teammate and and Richie will pay that to him, and so will the rest of the team. So I think what they've got going on is, a, you know, warm, fluffy, <laughs> warm and fuzzy feelings amongst Trek at the moment. And incidentally, of course, the women winning yep. the Women's Tour Down and and Under as well with Ruth Winder. So as a team, they are off to a flying start.
1: That's great. We'll come back to the to the Women's Tour Down Under in a minute. Uh, the Bardet effect, or was it such an effect? <laughs> Can we question his, because uh, I know he's been in other media, he's been discussed, he's been questioned, he's been challenged. Good move, bad move to have Bardet here? What, oh, what was the point? Nah, great
0: move, great move. Um, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I do the venue announcing, as you know, but for our listeners. So I'm on the, I, I don't do, I don't, I'm not working on TV there. I'm literally doing venue announcing. So I'm at the stage starts, I'm at the stage finishes, commentating, interviewing writers at the start.
1: So you did a great job as well, by doing uh, I wasn't here, but... Uh, well, th- no streaming. one's tapped me on the shoulder and, <laughs> and,
0: and, and realised that I'm a fraud yet, so it's all working. <laughs> <laughs> but as writers come up, and generally the stars, and even if I don't interview them, I'll say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Richie Port, round of applause, mm. Rowan Dennis, World TT champ, Mads Pedersen, Roman Bardet would come up and I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, the French star, uh, Bardet, second in the tour, third in the tour, the crowd lifted and okay. when i compared it to other writers he got a pretty special applause it is special
1: he is a bit of a french hero and but he's it, also quite shy so like yeah what i want to say is uh of course he was not going to be sagan you no know? no of course he was not going but to do you wheelies know on the on the, the streets and that sort of thing yeah that's not who he is no but what he did do
0: he, i mean i didn't give him much of a cho- choice to say no because it's in a live crowd a live audience he would he would come around, he would he would come to the start line to sign on, and I would call him up, and I spoke to him the first three days, I interviewed mm-hmm. him with the crowd, and he was happy, he enjoyed, he was, you know, he was, you could see he was completely relaxed, and he was genuinely... Enjoying his time. Um, in it was Adelaide. funny to
1: follow on social media because uh, uh, not that I follow the hashtag Barde, but maybe I follow the <laughs> hashtag Barde. <laughs> but uh, there, there were a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's so nice." And, and yeah. there's a, a lady I can't remember her name and uh, forgive me, forgive me because I didn't make a note of the name. But I remember the tweet where she said, oh, "I've asked uh, this guy to take a picture of my mom and I, uh, my mom and I on this." And actually, it was Roman Barde. So she actually stopped Barde uh, riding so for him to take a picture, and he did. No <laughs> oh, way. Yeah. That's pretty did. cool. So yeah, that's the sort of thing. I, I guess also what we need to understand is that Barde is not here at the TDU to win the TDU. He's, he's got a long-term plan and he's not dying to get the trophy on his on his mantelpiece.
0: No, no. And incidentally, though, uh, I mean the two sort of major climbing days, he was very he was quite good on Paracone. I think mm-hmm. he was only twenty seconds off Richie the stage win, so he was right there. And I'm not sure about Wollonga. But he he had a go. He had a bit of a go. He attacked into Sterling as well. No, he didn't. What he didn't do was come and disrespect the race and sit on the back. Yeah. you know he he gave his time. He gave his personal time with interviews and a lot of stuff like that. And he didn't just sit on the back and do nothing. He actually made his presence and and that's enough, yeah. I think. And that's all they could expect. So no, I think I think it was, a, it was I think it was a win.
1: Okay, uh, women's total under. It was it, it was, was
0: fantastic. Yeah. It's the first time I've covered it for mm. the organisation. Um, probably the one thing leading into it, I, I, I knew the racing was going to be good. Or I, bought, you know, I, in my mind, I went, well, we've got a world class field, so it's going to be exciting. But I really wanted to hope that the crowds would be up, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was the crowds I thought were fantastic, mm. and at the end of it, I sort of said to myself and said to a few people, "Build it, and they will come." And so the organisation, credit to It to Down Under and South Australian events, they have lifted the event status and they've lifted the sort of the infrastructure and, and the hype around it and the, the promotion and the crowds have responded and the people have responded and that's really important. And look, I don't know, but I would think within the next couple of years, um, it hopefully will go to World Tour. It's a big step. People don't realise the jump. Um, to move an event um, from say its current status to world tour the costs that are associated with that but hopefully that will happen and I think that you know with Stuart O'Grady as of Mm -hmm. next year becoming a new race director um, I work directly with the organization and so there's a couple of people that are new in their roles I think we're going to see a bit of a transformation and some changes, maybe a few subtle ones initially, but I think there could be some fairly big changes with Down Under and re- really exciting changes in the next um, couple of years. You're so. Jumping
1: the gun, Mark. So next on my list, what could Stewie bring to this race? <laughs> I tell you what. Uh, well, a lot. Yeah, I
0: think I think he will. And, yeah, word has it that he has got a bunch of new stages ready to roll out. So I think it's exciting. So you
1: you think the change will also impact in the way the tour is run, you know, the infrastructure, but also the actual route? Do you think the route will change?
0: Yes, yes, I think so. Not sure how much. Mm -hmm. I think the Wollonga stage, whether it stays as the final stage or whatever, it has to stay. I, because it's such a great stage and the crowds, I spoke to a few people who've been the last couple of years, and I said to them, "What did you think the crowds were like?" And one person said they were better, bigger than last year, and so so this year, this one just gone. From where I, my standpoint, on the start line and finish line, I thought the crowds were massive, and they you know it was fantastic. The weather it was the coolest to down under. We've had usually
1: ever. Usually, it's quite hot. It's quite yeah. Dry. But
0: it's forty degrees. Yeah. <laughs> we had. We didn't go over thirty degrees at all for the whole race. So it was actually perfect weather. You couldn't have asked for a better day, mm-hmm. um, a better week, I should say. So no, no. Once again, a big tick. They, you know, they're, they're super organised as an event. Um, they put on a great race. The riders will walk away, I think, with smiles on their faces and. And that's why they keep getting um, big names back each year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think also we have to uh, still—I know it's been going on for a few years—but we have to still be super happy that we have a world tour race in Australia.
0: Yes, we take it for granted, don't we? Exactly. Well, we've got two. We've got two. We got the first two of the year. Yeah. It's it's pretty phenomenal, really. Yeah, it exactly.
1: is. Yeah. yeah. So actually, next one, uh, Cadel Road Race. Yes. Uh, so we are recording this in between the the two races. So you're uh, kindly enough uh, made a stopover to to Melbourne before heading to yep. Geelong. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, pleasure. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> so you're off to to Geelong. What can we expect from uh, the Cadel Road Race? Um, there's, a, there's a good feel as well there.
0: Yes. Yes. It, look, it's reasonably similar or very similar, if you like, to you know, the down under field for both men and women. Um, what we do have different this year is the Towards Zero race, the last couple of years that's mm-hmm. been held at Albert Park. That's been replaced with a more or less a Kermes circuit race, so an 11 kilometre circuit race around Torquay. So I think we're all looking forward to that and to see how how it will unfold and if it will be a real success. Um, I think we're all hoping so. Apparently, from all accounts, it's a quite a nice course. And I think the riders will enjoy it more, like a larger course. This time of the year, they don't need Helter Skelter yeah. um, all the time. You know, let's remember they're, they're humans, they're not robots. Yeah. So I think some of the riders need to, and teams want to sort of ease into the year. So I think that's good. And the fact that it's all based Down in and around Geelong, it promotes that area. So from a promotional standpoint, it's good. And then, of course, the road races. Look, the men's and women's, every single year, the Cadell road races have been brilliant because Mm. a sprinter has won, a quasi-climber has won, an opportunist has won both races. So it's a real sort of, you throw a blanket over 50 riders, 60 riders at the start of the day, and that's what... I think is really good about those two road courses. Yeah, so Um, where
1: we're sitting here right now is impossible to predict.
0: Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't, you cannot, yeah, you know, you could get lucky, pick a winner, but, you know, last year was uh, Sienna Alenis, the Cuban, Mm -hmm. from Temistana, she soloed in, she dropped uh, Lucy Kennedy, I think Amanda Spratt, she rode away from Amanda Spratt, Um, she couldn't catch up, so, she was a surprise winner, and in the men's, it was Elia Viviani, so, uh, he won in a group sprint to the line. Sort of came from nowhere in the end. It all regrouped in the last couple of kilometres, you know. And in previous years, we've had different winners. So it's, yeah, I think we won't be disappointed again. I think it's it's going to be a good week. And and again, you ask me to pick a winner, forget it. It's it's too hard, really.
1: And we have the world champion. It's yeah, be here, yeah, which is incredible. Oh, as it's well. brilliant. When it's brilliant.
0: It. He's out here for a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Um, yeah, it's not often you get that. So and. Yes, look, I think, again, just the fact that for the women, I think it's pleasing. I think there's finally some inroads being made in terms of the UCI event organizers, you know, equal prize money at two and down under. Yeah. Um, Actually,
1: I was going to ask you this. Uh, do you think uh, Australia is leading the way in women's racing? Because we see, we see it from our point of view. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah.
0: And I guess, I mean, it's hard not to be biased, I suppose, isn't it, From even from our point of view here, but... I, th- I think we're 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 right there. I think we're doing as okay. good a job as yeah. many uh, many other nations, um, and, and, and I think you know, and, and we're not the only one. And I, I couldn't tell you exactly other nations. Look, there's some of them, some of the well, some of the classics in Belgium yep. and, and Netherlands, obviously. flesh alone, they have a women's race, Liège Bastogne Liège. Um, you know, the TV coverage is a little bit lacking, but you know that that's going to change. I think in the coming years. So, I think if as a collective, you get one, two, three, four nations that actually lead the way mm-hmm. promoting women's cycling.
1: But Australia is in there.
0: Yeah, well, I, oh, definitely, totally, absolutely. Yeah. And I think other nations will respond. And I think, you know, probably should mention, John Trevorrow and the yeah. Bay Criterium Series, he was one of the first event organisers to offer equal prize money many years ago. And I think within Australia, he was the first. So I think a little bit of kudos to John Trevorrow there. He had a Women's Bay Crit series way, way back um, for many, many years. And it was very successful. So, um, yeah, I think I think Australia is doing a pretty good job.
1: Absolutely. Okay, let's go uh, international. San Juan, uh, a bit of chaos on the streets. Crazy. Yeah. Cra- yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, just a bit. It's actually crazy. <laughs> yes. So I haven't seen the vision
0: and I don't know the complete story, but two days ago there was a crash caused by a spectator. That was the, the word. And I think like half the peloton came down, massive, massive crash. Actually, sorry, I did see the vision. I didn't see where the spectator actually caused it, but the crash was huge. And then overnight, this is this is classic, this has actually happened to me in a bike okay. race too. A dog ran out as the breakaway was passing at the front of the breakaway and took out half of the breakaway. Wow. So, yeah, so a little bit of chaos, carnage. Um, and I think a couple of stars got caught up in a couple of those crashes. I know uh,
1: Evan Paul has been caught out in one of them. I'm yes, not sure which one.
0: Yes, I think it was the, the mass pileup. Um, Gavidia, Fernando Gavidia, he's had his first win of the year. So, good to see Gavidia. He had a tough year last year. Remember UAE? Yep. P- prior to that, he was with de Koenig. And as a lot of sprinters, when they leave that de Kooning quick step, it's like um, there's a spell put on them. And they they lose their sprint prowess or they just have bad
1: luck since. So
0: good to see Gavidia back in the winner's circle
1: as well. Absolutely. And then, of course, there's a Tour of Saudi that will take place uh, from next week. Uh, Tour of Oman has been cancelled. But Tour of Saudi will be uh, uh, still on our website, I think somewhere on sbs.com.au slash central. Yes. Anything else you're looking forward to in the next few Oh, weeks? look, I think uh, just a shout out to all of
0: our listeners. If you don't realize, um, the gentleman sitting opposite me, that's you, Christoph, <laughs> he's done his collarbone in four places. Yeah. You, you had your moon, boot, you're in a moon boot prior to Christmas. I'm not sure if you're looking for sympathy, you, but you know wh- give him a little bit of love <laughs> on social media. He's doing it tough. He's got the arm in the sling now. I do my own stunts. That's
1: the
0: thing. <laughs> yep, so you shouldn't do that. See, I hire a double. That's that's crazy, man. Come on. Now the
1: funny thing I've realised, and not talking too much about myself, stuff I broke on me. We're all on the right hand side. So I broke my foot, I broke my ankle, I broke my shoulder, I had a ear operation as well on my right hand side. So. We're We
0: are not joking, by the way. No, I'm. This is actually true. He's done his (laughs) Taliban in four places, so. Heal up. I know you will. But um, yeah, a little bit of love from our um, our loyal listeners out there.
1: And I, I guess you met a few of our listeners as well at the Tour de yes. as well, Which yes. is always nice because I had people tagging me saying, hey, Micah says hi. Or that yes. Sort of thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So a big thank you to all the listeners uh, that, that I did catch up with at Tour Down uh, you We um, keep listening because you keep us in a job.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Micah. <laughs> thank you. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, you, remember, you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash central or schedule rides with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, it's Bye for Now.
0: Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the app that turns indoor training into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer and your PC, Mac or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts, and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on, and you're sure to get one back, as together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.